Rebbe. We'll do letter number 2079. Baruch Hashem, dated Yud Gimel Nisan, Tavshin Gimel, Brooklyn, New York. The Rebbe addressed it to Harav Agoyin, Vasik Vachosid, energetic person, Zev Sheyichya Gold. And the Rebbe says, Shalom Abracha, I received your letter in a timely fashion. I also received your gift, your Sefer, your book, called Nivei Zohov, uh, Golden Speech, basically. Uh, thank you, thank you for your attention to send it to me, basically. The Rebbe says, from time to time, I read about your travels, and also, I get some information about you from the various countries in which you have passed. So may it be the will that you will use every opportunity of these opportunities to increase the Torah of Hashem and to uh, make it more prominent. So the Rebbe says, in connection with the above and also uh, your letter, in the context of your letter, how you explain various different saying of our sages of blessed memory as they pertain to the uh, rabbi in the Gemara, the sage, the Amoira Rav. And the Rebbe basically says, Your words are very graceful, very, uh, very wise and understandable. But the Rebbe says, I'm coming to fulfill after what you have said. And the Rebbe says, I'm a little surprised that you did not mention specifically the following statement about Rav. And that is a very uh, central characteristic that uh, describes in, in the life, that's a very uh, telling in the life of Rav and his activities. And from there, we can have a very clear lesson, a fundamental lesson for our days. The Rebbe is basically saying to this, to this person, he wrote about many messages that we can learn from this Rav, that the Gemara tells about him. But the Rebbe basically said, you missed out a very central part of the Gemara says about this Rav, which would be something which we can sort of apply in our days. The Rebbe is basically going to go through and learn from Rav, from this statement, that the way that Rav would go, the who the, the, brings down from the uh, saying of our sages of blessed memory, in the Talmud Erevin on page 6a, it says, the expression is like this, that Rav Biko Motza, Vagodar Bogeder. He found a valley, and then he made a fence over there. Generally, this is like a metaphor. A valley means an open area where everybody goes in. He fenced it in in order to protect it. What it means basically is, uh, and the Gemara over there brings down two other places also where this is brought down, that he came across a certain situation, an open area which needed corrections. He built the fence. He helped secure that place. In Yiddishkeit, also what he did was that when 
uh, Rav came from Eretz Yisrael, and he moved to Babel. The fact that he comes from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, from Israel to Babylonia, from Israel to Iraq, that in itself is a tremendous descent, because Israel is called Eretz Yisrael, as our sages of Blessed Mary explained in the Bereshit Rabbah, the reason why we call it Eretz Yisrael, Eretz comes from the language of Rotsoin, Rotsoin, that she want, she ran or she want to do the will of Hashem. And Israel, so Eretz means running, and Israel, of course, is goes the name, it says in the Chumash, that the reason why he was named Israel is that you battled with Elohim, with the angels, and with Esau Anoshim, as the post says, so Yisrael means this, this strength. So you're coming from Eretz Yisrael, you're coming from such a holy place, a place in which you want to do the will of Hashem. And he battled, even if it was the darkness of the night, because we see that he stayed overnight, that's when the angel attacked him, and that's when he had to battle, when he was transferring, as the Chumash says. He was also left by alone, and yet he succeeded. So he comes from Eretz Yisrael, he comes from Sarisim Lekim and where does he go to? He comes to Babel. Babel is the name for Iraq, Babylonia. And what the name of Babel means, mixture. Uh, it was a confusion over there. There were light and darkness all serving in a mixture. Good and bad, a mixture. Holy and weakly, it was a confusion of all boundaries. It was nothing. So, here you're coming from, Rav is coming from Israel, from this great place, going to Bubble. In Bubble itself, where does he go? He goes to, finds a valley. In Bubble itself, he distances himself to a place there was no Torah. And the Rebbe quotes a source that that is the Biko, means a place of no Torah, because he quotes from the Geras Rav Shiriri Goyen, one of the great earliest, I believe it's Rav Shiriri Goyen. And as Rashi says over there, what does it mean a valley? A valley means that the people would not care about the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs were cheap for them. And Rashi says, what do you mean the mitzvahs were cheap for them? Rabbi explains to Rashi, mitzvahs were cheap. It was cheap because they were ignorant. Because the Rabbi explains, because that would be surprising, how could it be possible that a yid, that a Jew, should not hold dear and keep cheap the mitzvahs of his Father in Heaven? That's his life force. One who just like a fish, that you remove it from the water, it dies. If uh, separating a person from the mitzvahs, from Hashem, is like separating from water. And the Alter Rebbe had a, a euphorism. He would say, A Jew neither wants nor is able to be torn away from godliness. So that's why Rashi continues and he says, why were they cheap in the mitzvahs? Why did they not hold precious? Because they were ignorant. They didn't understand. It was a matter of lack 
of understanding and, and appreciation for the mitzvahs. So that's where Rav went. He came from Babel, from Eretz Yisrael. He went to Babel. He went to a place where there was a valley. So what happens over there? The Rebbe is trying to bring a, 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 a metaphor. In such a situation, there are winds that are blowing in the world and people allow or they say that you can be a little bit lenient in the yoke of Torah to make some compromises, at least for a little bit of time. Because we're trying to draw in the hearts of the Amirat, the ignorant people, to bring them to Torah and mitzvahs by making it easier for them. I mean, similar to the situation where Rav came, the situation was easier. This means, make it easier means their, their bodies, their animal souls, to let go a little bit of the yoke of the heavenly kingdom. And they actually reason this with a reason of fear of heaven. They say this is a religious reason they give, that it is worth to give up, to compromise on the secondary to keep the main principle. Basically, the movements of the reform, conservative, basically... Uh, the Rebbe doesn't mention anybody by name over here, but basically the idea is make it easier for people so they keep the main things so that we don't have to alienate them by saying that would be the right, that would be, that is the approach or something. But the Rebbe says, what is Rav to do over here? Rav, Rav, he's called by the name Rav, Rabbi, like sort of just plain Rav without the name. He was the leader of the people of the exile. He brought the teaching of Rabbeinu HaKodesh, the Holy Rabbi Yudha Nasser, Rabbi Yudha, the Prince, to Babel. He brought it from Israel to Babel. So he put in very... He nailed it down. He sealed it. He set forth. He says, if you find a bika, if you find a valley, meaning you find an area where it's loose over there, that is not the right way to make compromises to make the load easier. And like the Navi says, that they pull the sin with false ropes, but it's like the ropes of a Wagon, which is thick rope, is the sin, which means that they are trying to minimize and pull the avoid with in vain, saying that it's okay, but that's not that's not the case. The Rebbe brings the example that we heard from my father-in-law that a person who is going on the main road, he's going bederach hamelech, and all, and then he finds himself that he's deep in the forest amongst wild animals. So the Rebbe says that did not happen all at once. It didn't happen that from the main road, all of a sudden you jumped into the confusion of the forest. No. First, 
you moved a drop. You moved like the amount of a here. And one here to another here combines to become a big area. So in other words, you don't start to begin with just leaving it, but you move away a little bit. What is Rav's lesson for his days, for his days, and for generations and generations to come, especially in our days? It's a time when all the boundaries have been confused. The values are mixed up. Never been like this before. So when you come to a place of a valley, a place of confusion, on the contrary, you must make a fence, make additional protections. And only, and specifically in this way, you can protect the valley and the people that are there is by creating the fence. The Rebbe says, I see in your book that God has graced you with a language of teaching. I also heard from many people that were present at your speeches. So may it be the will from the blessed Hashem that you should use this talent to go in the path that has been passed through, it's been tried, which has been given to us, passed along from our teachers in exile, as the Gemara says in Hedden Yuzayin base, that wherever you find a valley, whether it's in, meaning a place of confusion, whether it's a place in Eretz, whether it's in the diaspora, and how much more so in the land of Eretz Yisrael, which eyes of God are there, it is considered to be the palace of the King of Kings, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you should fence that fence. And we know Hashem's promise. Hashem says, if you open me up, even like the eye, like the point of a needle, I will open you up like the door of the Ulam, which was a double, huge, huge door. And Rebbe says it's very interesting, this matter, that in the three places that the Talmud brings this idea, that Rav, he found a valley and he made a, he fenced it in over there, the case over there is standing up a, making a wall that gather and preventing the confusion of the limitations of the boundaries, whether we're talking about inanimate, whether we're talking about the growing, whether we're talking about the living. When we talk about a partition and a separation in the inanimate, that's talking about in place. That is between the private domain and the public domain. Private domain represents Hashem's uh, and the confusion with the public domain. That's one place in the Ervin Vava Medalev. Then there's also another difference between uh, the, uh, this is in the human, uh, the Bein Ha'odom, Eitz HaSodeh, Lach v'chai, uh, when we say a man is the tree of the field, moist and alive, which is by being connected to Hashem Chaim, or dry and dead. This is the Gemara in Erev Kuf Beis. Got to look up the Gemara over there. I'm not familiar offhand. And also he fenced in with regards to 
meat and milk, the Gemara Chulin Kufiud Aleph, which milk and meat is also idea of taking a mixture within the living and mixing one kind into the other kind, quoting from Zikunei Zoyar, so basically the Rebbe says in all things to avoid the confusion, the Rebbe ends with, with respect, with blessing for a Pesach Kosher V'Sameach. The Rebbe is also attaching a copy of his general letter that the Rebbe said will certainly interest you. Very interesting long letter to him and the Rebbe looks like was impressed with his work and what he goes on and the Rebbe wanted to make sure there was in those days the Haredi style and the uh, more religious style was questionable because a lot of people uh, thought that in a way to reach out to other people would be by compromising and and more inclusive and unfortunately now we see the reality that the younger people aren't interested anymore there's too many things there's the reality is that uh a lot of all these other streams, they don't last out because uh, it is the uh, uh, authenticity of the Torah that we uh, that we practice. You see that the Haredi, or I'm not talking about specifically Haredi Vardas, but I'm saying the basically those who follow the path of Judaism that we've been following for since Matan Torah in the authentic way with Moshe Rabbeinu, with the Chazal, with our sages of blessed memory, uh, those are uh, the ones that succeed and stay on. Now, also not to confuse this, we're not talking, we're talking about what the philosophy here, we're saying, the Rebbe is saying that the philosophy needs to be that you need to make offense, you don't make compromises, but we're not talking about the people. The people, of course, on the other hand, we have to, the contrary, we got to teach them and tell them how important they are in every mitzvah that they do. And only with love and with acceptance can you succeed and bring them into, into Yiddishkeit.